Welcome back to the, you know what it is, I'm not even going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome the back. Unknown. Welcome to the Unknown Podcast. <laughs> With your hosts, Scratch and Sniff. Oh, geez, I ain't seen Scratch and Sniff in a while. That's, that, that does, uh, that brings back memories. Brings it back. Just thought of it today. My cat was uh, scratching the scratch post. Thought of that old scratch and sniff. Ah, yeah, that, that's hilarious. Oh, how you been? Been good? Good. Sleepy kind of weekend. Well, maybe not sleepy, but uh, quiet weekend around here. We've been kind of uh -huh. busy the other weekend, so kind of took it easy. Not much on Friday. Went to a little uh, a little speakeasy. Had uh, had this guy playing, a couple guys playing some some folky kind of music. It was really nice over in a North Olmstead area. Oh, right. And last night went over to my girlfriend's sister's house. So that was cool. The guy actually, nice. uh, my uh, my sister or sorry, my girlfriend's sister's fiance is uh. He's not much of a country fan, but he likes Eric Church. And so that's that's his country musician guy. And so I'm trying to actually get him on this podcast. So maybe he'll listen to this one. Eric Church. Yeah, there's a lot to be said about Eric Church. I mean, that's definitely respectable. I, I think largely among my friends that do not like country music, the people that they know in country or that they predominantly listen to, I think I've gotten Eric Church... I got one guy who likes Florida Georgia line. Um, I got at least three or four people that know who Kenny Chesney is and Zach Brown, and they love that kind of vibe. And then there's one guy who just loves John Denver, but he just does not like the rest of country music. And anybody knows uh, Take Me Home Country Roads, so that's their default. You know, it's funny. You just you have to have that one artist kind of get you into the door. And then you start discovering other artists that are pretty good, you know, like Brooks and Dunn here was kind of my gateway. And then you listen to a lot more artists that are similar, Alan Jackson, Joe Diffie. And then you get into more older and you start discovering guys like Merle Haggard, which we're going to talk about today. But before we do that, uh, congratulatory, this is a little, little celebration right here on this podcast, 3000 streams. How about that? 3,000 streams just two months ago, a little over two months ago, we hit 2,000 streams. So we okay. are pretty consistent ever since like this past fall, we've been consistently doing really well. My goal was by the end of the year, hit 5,000 streams. I think that's going to be, I think we might even hit 7,000, I think upwards of 8,000, but you know, mm -hmm. All so right. doing, doing well doing well in that that regards so the song that we are going to be talking about today i'm actually going to put you on the spot see how much you how much research you kind of did with this going to mix okay. things up first time you're pull, oh, pull up the lyrics right now and uh while i'm talking about the facts um usually i do the breakdown of this but i'm going to have you do it because you might do a little bit better than at this this one than i did uh maybe but we're going to be comparing, so Merle Haggard's song, It's All in the Movies, and I've been listening to a lot of Merle Haggard recently, not a oh, you guy. Have. What? Uh, I said, oh, you have. 
no a whole lot in preparation for this and just to see what it's all about and i think he is he's a fantastic one of the greatest but this song it's all in the movies the it was the title and the lead track to merle haggard and the strangers 1976 album Mm -hmm. the uh the song uh, released actually the year before in 1975 in september as a single and went to number one on the charts country charts and the the live version which we're going to be comparing to is the ronnie dunn version released this past december 2020 off the album sing me back home the music of merle haggard live which is kind of a a live compilation or album by a bunch of country artists like ronnie dunn willie nelson alabama uh john mellencamp and they're all singing merle haggard songs some of them multiple artists on a track some of them just one person and yeah so if you want to just get into the lyrical breakdown there's actually just a verse and then two choruses so if you just want to break down strictly the lyrics and then we'll get into our opinions of them go ahead all right so let's give this a shot as a greenhorn in breaking down of lyrics i will give this the old college try well I think honestly, in the beginning, it, it sort of tells a story about like kind of being at the movies with somebody. You know, you, you kind of picture a man and a woman um, watching a movie. And so um, the man loves how the movie began and um, they kind of get lost in the plot. And when the, when the movie ends, the lady is crying on the man's shoulder and he's, uh, he's talking about... Um, like a fire burning out of control, how the woman got caught up in the in the actor's performance that they're watching on the screen. And basically the chorus that follows is a, uh, a lot of consolation. It's saying, um, that's all in the movies and that's not gonna happen to you or I, the, the couple that's watching the movies. And um, so baby don't cry because it's all in the movies. And, and it's not going to happen to us. And that happens... Um, and and that, that happens twice here. And, you know, I'm surprised. It's, a, it's, it's not very much in terms of lyrics. Very, very short. But definitely... Um, yeah, there's not, there's not much. There's one verse, a chorus, a breakdown, and another chorus. Yeah. So, I'm going to... So, we're kind of changing things up. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll do this for a little while. Kind of, we kind of been stagnant a little bit, you know, have our rhythm. But first, how was that breakdown? I mean, like, yeah, it was a good, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot to break down of the song. Exactly. I honestly felt like having you do it because I don't really feel like I can break it down very well. There wasn't a whole lot. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you pretty much said what I was going to say. I was going to say also in the first verse, they kind of compare someone's, love or a couple's love to a movie or a a couple's love in the movies so this is i'm gonna do my opinion of the original song and then the live version so the original version excellent song love the song much different than most merle haggard songs much much different it really the vibe i got from it and this is throwing it uh, into a different, whole different ballpark. But 
if anyone out there listens to or has ever listened to the carpenters look them up i get that kind of a vibe much more of a classical smooth jazz bluesy kind of vibe than most merle haggard songs that being said very respectable i appreciate the lyrics even though there's like i said not really a whole lot of lyrics in it one of the greats one of the great songs for one of the all-time country music legends and you know this is how great of an artist he was so i was listening to his playlist uh it's called this is merle haggard they have it for pretty much any artist on spotify and it's it was way down towards the end of the playlist and this is a number one hit for him so that's how you know they usually have the more popular songs towards the top and uh that's how many popular songs or how many great songs this guy had this is a number one hit and it didn't even make towards the top of this playlist and the ronnie dunn version uh quite honestly did not like it as much you know it's surprising because ronnie dunn he had these songs in the 80s that had sort of this kind of feel she put the sad in all his songs songs like that 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 were kind of you know he was singing this sort of similar thing but I really thought this song kind of fit Merle Haggard's voice than Ronnie Dunn's voice, or at least at least at, at this point in his life. And, you know, I thought the original recording was extremely sharp, extremely clean. And obviously the live version was not because it is live. And, you know, I just, uh, I thought Ronnie Dunn might do a little bit better on one of Merle Haggard's more traditional country songs. Okay. All right. I, all right, let me get into this because I actually am going to disagree with you on that. I think that the live version, well, first of all, is a heck of a lot better than the, um, than the recorded version. Although I will say you are right in that the recording of the track on the recorded version is impeccable. However, I honestly, and maybe this is my personal bias, but I happen to be of the mindset that most live or most music sounds better live than when it is recorded. And I think um, in this case, I think that rings true. Now, I want to talk about the the things that I found were a little bit different. I thought that the Merle Haggard version is definitely. Um, kind of more laid back quiet and something that really surprised me was Merle Haggard actually like attempting sort of a soulful type of of singing now that at least in my opinion of Merle Haggard the majority of music that I've listened to is either him singing the talking blues or it's mama tried or something like that that's kind of more of the low side of his voice like now we kind of get to see the higher side of Merle Haggard, like you know that that like tenor range more of that. Now I personally think that the song the song does fit him well, but I think that Ronnie Dunn does an amazing job with it. Um, another thing that that really um, was interesting that I found um, was the the breakdown of the. The breakdown, the acoustic breakdown in the middle of the song that separates the two choruses, because there's no, there's no second verse, 
but the acoustic breakdown there, it's just so free-flowing in the in the original recording, in the Merle Haggard recording. It, it's very free-flowing, and it sounds kind of like something that you'd hear from Merle Haggard. However, with the Ronnie Dunn live version paired with the soulfulness of his voice, because I think his voice is... He, he he has the capacity as a singer to reach that high tenor range. Contrary to, like, you look at Johnny Cash or you look at Conway Twitty or, or, or even Merle Haggard. Like, they just can't sing that high. Ronnie Dunn is, is the antithesis of that. He can sing ridiculously high. And that's I think that makes the, the tenor sort of tone of his voice makes him, him it sound amazing. Now, about that guitar breakdown, though. That guitar breakdown, they had they added some sort of like a uh, in the background this steel guitar, this like I don't know if it was a steel guitar or just a fuzz pedal or something that made this really cool like psychedelic whining noise in the background, and I thought it was I thought that was really cool to hear that, but I think that the guitar breakdown in the live version almost made it sound like. He was singing um, some sort of bachata or like uh, or Latin music. It literally sounded like that because it was like uh, just like a like one of those um, Hispanic songs that has a has a nice no, soulful guitar breakdown in it. I, I, I completely agree. That that sounded exactly like that. It sounded beautiful. I loved it. It was that was so unexpected and so beautiful. But uh, yeah, you can you can go. Yeah, no, it definitely, it didn't sound like a typical Merle Haggard song. You know, I encourage everyone, if you like country music at all, go and listen to this guy because I didn't listen to him growing up. You know, he's kind of in a different era. You know, I listened to more, you know, what my parents listened to, which was more 90s and 2000s. But now that I'm able to go back and listen to him, he's phenomenal. He's absolutely great. And this one's not not your typical one but it just sounds really good. I don't know, the Ronnie Dunn one, you know, it, uh, I don't know. I just don't, I, I, I really appreciated his songs more when he didn't sound like this. I appreciated them more on the, the Brooks and Dunn types than the, the 80s kind of uh, Ronnie Dunn singing much like this. I don't know. I don't know, but uh it's it's what it is and uh so yeah check out this album i haven't listened to all of it but there's a uh there's actually another comparison we're gonna do the last song on this uh this this album mm -hmm. they have like i don't even know how many artists it is it's like 20 i didn't even count how many there's like hank hank jr ronnie dunn toby keith like everyone on this album is singing Oki from Muskogee. And so we're Everyone? gonna review what Everyone on the album singing Oki from Muskogee? Yes, yes. Listen to that song. They wow. only sing um about a minute and a half of it. They sing the first verse and the chorus. And you know, I feel like it's kind of you know, I wish they would have had like Willie Nelson or someone singing it versus like everyone, because they don't even sing the whole song but we're going to review that. So check that out and we'll be back to uh, 
business as usual, Ronnie Dunn and yeah, and back to done. back to that album that we've been working on. Back to like brand, brand new man. man? That's yeah. been a while. <laughs> yeah, been, yeah. I know. It's, it, it, it's been so long. I almost forgot what we were working on there. That's yeah. I forgot actually. Ronnie Dunn came out with another song that we had mentioned on, on the Johnny Cash album, so we still have to do that too. Oh yeah, it's all this so new we material. Work, we, we got our work cut out for us, man. We got our work cut out. Also, right. uh, the uh, the Up Church uh, oh, documentary yeah. that's gonna oh, be. Oh man, yeah, we gotta gonna do be, that. That's gonna be uh, an upcoming one because I actually already did all the notes for it because i was excited to watch it and so you go ahead and you yeah. watch that and take yeah. some notes yeah I, I gotta i gotta go i gotta go watch that i've been dying to watch it for so long because that that is awesome that's a definitely good one he has a, yeah the the mud to gold that was his new his new album um yeah and i i've been listening to that recently it's been pretty good pretty good work out of there but i'm gonna save that for another episode all right like us on Facebook, join our group. We'll see you guys next time. See you around.